When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, everybody, it's senior producer Walker Vreeland, and I'm very happy to announce that I Don't Need an Acting Class is now sponsored by WeAudition.com. What is WeAudition.com? It is a full-service platform for actors where you can put yourself on tape. Not only that, most importantly, and what I think really sets this apart, is you can find highly rated professional readers for your auditions or even just to rehearse with. Now, normally, weaudition.com is $10 a month, which is extremely reasonable. But if you sign up today, get 25% off when you use the code acting class. Again, exclusive to I Don't Need an Acting Class listeners, get 25% off when you use the code acting class. Again, the website, weaudition.com. Welcome to I Don't Need an Acting Class with Milton Justice. Am I the only one that can ever see who's in the waiting room? That's so interesting. I hate that light on you, Greg. No, me too, but it's all, it's all that I've got. I know, I know. I, you have to get this over the weekend. You have to get this. It just looks like a floodlight. Just like well, no, light. it does, and it makes you have a horrible complexion. And you know how I am uh, about uh, that. And also, you're, on my screen, you're right above Raphael, who somehow or another has managed to have perfect light in Sweden, so his complexion kind of shines. I'll put that in the dailies for next rehearsal. Yeah, would you mind? <laughs> Okay, so I want to bring back up today um, the word rasbor, which keeps hitting me and keeps hitting me, and I keep finding different definitions of it and different translations of it. It's obviously, it's a Russian word to dig down under what you're talking about. And this came up the other day because, well, it started with me with Giancarlo, who understood the plot of what he was talking about, but it's like he didn't dig, and he didn't dig to figure out exactly what that meant. And I realized this is a new way of thinking in terms of acting. This is not something we're accustomed to doing. We're not, I, we're not accustomed to thinking. And so this is this really big demand on us to dig down and figure out what it means, what's really going on, what is that that we're talking about. And, and also, just to back up from that, is something that we talked about quite a while ago, the importance of making everything important. The necessity of making everything important. Now, I point that out 
because all of you at one time or another kind of throw out things as if the information is enough. We throw out things Teo did it the other day because he'd been looking at all these documentaries on the 60s. And so what he said was, I said, so what, what, what do you see as consistent? And he says, well, it's writing a wrong. And it, that's the sort of thing that we do, which goes into acting is not about answering the question, and we don't realize that's what we're doing. We don't realize that what we need to do is this digging down into what does that mean? What exactly does that mean? And this was the thing that Giancarlo did at the last class, where we started to talk about things that he'd researched, things that he was looking at, and the digging down to figure out what did it mean that 13-year-olds were, were playing the same game over and over again and getting something. And, and th this is where I think the difficult work comes and where the, the, the work that really separates actors from being really solid, good, strong actors and actors who kind of, they, they, they're functional. They're, they, it's functional. You say, oh, yes, he's a good type. I'll use him. He's a good type. He's never going to give me anything wonderful. He's never going to give me anything bad. But he's, he's functional. And good God, do we know those actors. You know, one of those awful actors who says, oh, I'm a director's actor. I said, what does that mean? Oh, well, I, just, I can do what the director tells me. <clears throat> well, that's going to get you far. So there's a difference, but it comes from the idea that it doesn't occur to us, I think, to pull back and say, what does that mean? Uh, I mean, Giancarlo had made an absolutely brilliant discovery, but there, but there was no moment where he had stopped to say, what does that mean? And this is, uh, you know, this is, this is why we have to be so smart as actors. I think this is why we have to be so smart, is because if we look at what's going on and realize how important everything is and, and realize that any possible thing is something that we can look at, dig down into, and say, what does that mean? What is going on? And it is not necessarily an easy answer. I, I don't think these are easy answers. I, I think it's a, it's a bit of a struggle to figure that out. And I think our ability to dig down and figure that out, once we get it, then opens it up. I think that's really the interesting thing about our work. And very, very few actors do it. Um, it, it, it's like I want everyone to, as you say that, as you say something, take the time to say it, 
so that you figure out what that means. So if you're saying, you know, a bunch of 13-year-olds are, are playing a game over and over and over again, I mean, what would somebody get from watching them do that? And that's a big, uh, it, you know, it, it's easier for me because I've been doing it forever to look at it. But you have to kind of realize that this is the beginning of a struggle for you to figure out what is going on with this person. What's happening here? What did you say about yours, Teo? They were taking um, an injustice. No, they were doing what? You, you asked me what it was about. And I said that I see these documentaries and all I see is tremendous injustice. And you said, well, what does that mean? Yes. And and so that's the, yes. You see, that's the thing. If before you answer, you can think, what does that mean? So that when you answer the question, you don't just answer the question, you answer the question in an actorly fashion in an experiential frame so 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 that that you understand what you're talking about so that to say i see injustices wrongs put right or fought against that when i answer that question i begin to see what that means and secondly I begin to include what I understand about that. I mean, that's really an important part. What do I understand about that? And and this is this is where I go to. I, you know, we can use any vocabulary. It's not that important. I, I like the idea. So, what is the nature of that? What is the nature of that? What do I understand about that? Where have I seen that? Where have I seen it that I understand what that means? If I'm saying, you know, what's going on with her? What do I think is going on with Deirdre? Now, again, I can say it seems to me whatever. But I have to have a sense when I answer that question of what that is. So I'm not just just answering the question. Kareem and Teo and Greg are all working on characters who were affected by the 60s. So then you sit there and you say, okay, so what was going on in the 60s? But you have to kind of go there a little bit. Uh, Kareem made a very smart observation that if you think of this as the perfect person for this moment in history. Now, what's really interesting is in plays, the writer has chosen both the moment in history and the person for that moment. So it's exactly what the writer is doing. The writer is giving us and saying, Willie Loman is the perfect person 
for this moment in history, which is after World War II and the death of a salesman. He is the perfect person for that. So he fits in. The writer chose him. The writer didn't just say, oh, well, I'll write about a salesman. It was the perfect person for what Mr. Miller wanted to say. And these people that we're working on happen to be in a moment where they are the perfect person for their moment in history to do what they did. And I thought that was very, very good. I, th- I think it, 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 all of this, I think, helps us get a size of an idea, an importance of an idea. And to me, this is the fun part of it. And if we can just gear ourselves towards letting all of this kind of move in, it's not, it's not Giancarlo's fault that he's badly educated. It's just that nowhere in his education was it demanded of him that he think through what these ideas are. So, I mean, that's really what we're doing. We're re-educating ourselves. Uh, An actor once said to me, um, Stella Adler taught me how to think. And I thought, well, yes, that's what we did. We learned how to think. So, you, you know, you have to understand you're taking on board something that is not normal. It is not, we are not asked to think. Uh, we're not so this is this is something you have to say okay now that i'm out of for those of you who've graduated from college or what i call advanced high school now that you've moved out of advanced high school and into the real world you're going to have to you you're going to have to take on board something that they didn't demand of you which is that you learned how to think so, I mean, grab on it. I mean, really know that this is the thing that is going to move you forward. The fact that you can think about ideas, you can talk about ideas, you can have a sense of ideas, and you can let these ideas influence your work. You're, you're adding something to yourself as a human being when you take on acting. When you take on acting, you are taking on an obligation to become a better human being because you are forced to think. You're forced to have ideas and you're forced to contribute. I've told you there was an actress I did a film with in the mid-70s and uh, named Julie Harris, and she won four Tony Awards. Wonderful, wonderful actress. And she said, you know, Milton, Julie was the sort of person that we had, we were, we shot in Barcelona for a month and in London for two months, we had a day off. Julie went to the Bronte country. Lee Grant and I went to Harrods and went shopping, but Julie took two trains and a bus to go to the Bronte country. And, you know, this is way, way, way back before selfies. This is way back before iPhones. I mean, we didn't even know such a thing would ever exist. And she had this little, uh, she had this little Polaroid camera 
and she took these pictures and she came for Christmas dinner and she showed me the pictures and she said, you see, this is the house where the Bronte sisters lived. And this is the room that their brother lived in. You know, he didn't know that they were writers. And I kept thinking, God, that's why she's Julie Harris. It's because we went shopping and she took two trains and a bus to go way out to see the house where where the Bronte sisters grew up. Uh, Anyway, but Julie said to me, she said, you know, Milton, I never went to college. But she said, I feel as if I have a master's degree in every play I ever did. And I, I, I think that's the issue. The joy of what we do is that you get a master's degree in this subject. And that you know if it's in the 60s, you know about the 60s, but you don't know about the 60s as if you're a history teacher doing facts. You know about the 60s from the experience of the 60s. You know about the Depression from the experience of the Depression. You know about the world after World War II from the experience of it. It's almost like you can say to somebody, you have no idea what it was like. Can you imagine going into a bar and they didn't serve you? You see, that's the difference. That's the difference in in saying, well, in the 60s, they didn't serve homosexuals in bars. You see, you want to move into that point. You want to move into the point where that's what you really understand. And you understand that particular way of approaching material. So this is really an important thing for us to add. And I'd like to thank Giancarlo for making that mistake because it really made me think about why. What is it that we don't see? I Don't Need an Acting Class is hosted and created by Milton Justice. Senior producer is me, Walker Vreeland, and director of online media is Evan Sollers. Music by Jeffrey Keezer Trio, May This Be Love, from their album On My Way to You. If you have a moment, please rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts. It helps other people find us. And uh, if you would like to send an email, if you have a question for Milton, you can do so at questionsformilton at gmail.com. Another way to get in touch is on Instagram at I don't need an acting class. It's brought to you by weaudition.com, a full service online platform for actors. And if you sign up and use the code acting class, get 25% off again. Get 25% off when you use the code ACTINGCLASS. Again, the website is weaudition.com. Have a fabulous week, everybody, and we will see you back here next time.